can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Heather here on Hump Days with Heather on the Talking Pools podcast. I hope you are having an amazing day. Hi. So on this episode, I wanted to kind of touch base with everybody to um, talk about how to make an angry customer a happy customer, right? That's very big in our industry. Um, and I know I've, I've talked about this a few times on my podcast where I'm not always the perfect person for this, but I wanted to take some time with, you know, what Cassandra does, what my husband does, what I've done in the past to kind of make our customers not so pissed off if that happens. Always, though, like my rule of thumb is if they're legitimately pissed off for something that you have done, fix it. Don't just blow them off and leave them high and dry. Like, don't don't do that. Um. Okay. So the number one thing, in my opinion, to always make an angry customer happy is to fix the problem, right? Just fix it or at least let them know that they're being heard. But before you can do that, you need to find the source of their anger, right? Are they pissed off because of what you did or how you spoke to them? Like I had a client that got mad at me because in Texas, you know, I'm in Texas and native born and raised. I call people sweetheart and honeys a lot, and I've tried my damnedest to not do that as much, but I still do. But I had this one customer that truly got effing offended by it. Like, she's like, I'm not your honey. I'm not your sweet. I don't think I called her honey. I think I called her sweetie. Um, and I understand that, right? I get that. Some people, it doesn't go well over. And it's not really good business either, but it's just something that I, and I've curved that a lot. Like, I've, I've tried. Um but, you know, people who work in customer experience tend to be empathetic. Um, having empathy means considering why an upset customer is in that state to begin with. First of all, could we be going through some terrible experiences? Like the homeowner, right? Could they be going through some terrible experiences? If they're sad, they're frustrated, they just need to listen. Um, or do we just need to listen? Do we need to try to solve? You know, so those are some things that happen. Like Stephen the other day had a customer that was just super pissed off at him. And Stephen really didn't do anything wrong. But at the end of it, the customer actually apologized the next day. So kind of the scenario that happened there, she ordered a handrail and we sent, Stephen sent her an example of one of the handrails through Saffron and it was a certain color, you know, and 
in the estimate and in the contract the homeowner signed, it stated a stainless steel. Um, they wanted it in stainless steel. So it's fine. So that's what we ordered. That's what we did. Handrail comes in and she's like, I thought I was getting a bronze handrail. That's the picture that you sent me. That's what happened. Blah, blah, blah. And Stephen was like, well, ma'am, you know, we didn't talk about color. You know, what's on the work order was stainless steel because you told me you wanted a stainless steel handrail. And she's like, well, you see me that photo. So that's what I was getting. So she was just having at his throat on that. Well, he pulled a recording up and sure enough, it's, you know, it stated stainless steel. And so afterwards, you know, he told her that and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You know, I was just having a bad day. You know, I just needed to vent. You know, I apologize and I took it out on you. So you do have those customers that apologize. So that's really nice. Um, And you also just have to remember that when a customer is angry, it's not really at you. So maybe if you can make this one annoying problem right for them, it might be able to turn their day around. Hence, you know, when she apologized. And if you just treat a person with kindness, maybe the next time you're on the phone with them, they'll pay it forward. Because that can that kindness can turn around their whole day. You know, I had a really bad day yesterday. Just every single client was just pissed off, pissed off, pissed off over stuff that I feel is very small and minute, but to them, it's big. So uh, one customer didn't like the stone that we, you know, we got from the stone yard. And as we all know, stone right now is not in the greatest position. So they were upset. Well, we've already cut it, bought it. We were about to lay it. And they're like, I don't want this stone and I'm not paying for it. I'm like, unfortunately, you do have to pay for it. You sign the contract. The contract is a stone. That's what we got. If you don't like the stone, you're more than welcome to go stone yard. Mark the stones that you don't like and I'll replace those pieces for you at no extra charge. But you're going to go pick out your stone from the stone yard. Well, they didn't like that answer either. So I had to deal with that. So just remember, it's not always about you. And then later that day, you know, she was like, I'm sorry, I'm distressed about this whole situation, you know, so on and so forth. Um, so some strategies that we kind of use is calm method. Heather does not use the calm method very often. I get, I get pretty upset with that, but Cassandra does. Like I absolutely adore Cassandra and how she, how she's able to turn a pissed off customer into a calm customer. So we can at least fix the situation. So she does the power of calm is what I call it. Um, so usually when someone calls an angry, she tries to be a little bit more upbeat on her phone. Because that upbeat, you know, voice kind of makes it set that tone of that phone call. Part of that is because I hate to hear the customer is struggling. So this is like like what she's told me, right? She hates to hear that customer struggling and she gets generally excited at the prospect of making a positive impact of their life. It's really rewarding when someone calls and upset and I can change their mood by the end of the call. And remind you, this is from Cassandra. This is not me. Um but I also, but also, my hope is that by remaining calm, I can convince them to be calm. I believe that people take on energy that you project. As Yoda says, anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. If I start to lose my temper, they might think that maybe there isn't a fix or maybe I can't help them. But if I stay calm through the entire exchange, a lot of the time the customer will mirror that image. When it comes to technical technical questions, they have to start by figuring out the customer's particular learning style. So I teach this as well. Like Cassandra's learning style is hands-on. My learning style is the same way. I can't sit behind a computer and go through webinars and seminars and learn how to do that. So you have to kind of see 
like by talking to them, you can kind of gauge what their learning style is to kind of project how to explain that in a situation that would help them, whether you need to shoot them a video or YouTube, if they're visual, you know, so on and so forth. You can usually tell off the bat what their learning style is based on how they explain the problem to you. Sometimes it's very undetailed and vague, and that's the case. You have to step back to a very basic level and figure out exactly where they're at. Example, if you're at your equipment facing it left or right, what does it look like? Everyone has a different way that they prefer to help, whether it's me walking them through step by step, letting them explain exactly what they're doing, or interjecting here and there and just saying, okay, let's see what's going on by doing a video call as we're following along. We do that a lot. So Ring Central allows us, and so does Teams. We use Microsoft Teams and Ring Central allows us to do that. Hey, I just wanted to also give a shout out to Amy Lemieux for giving me a donation to help with the podcast. So Amy, I truly appreciate it and thank you so much for your support. Guys, if y'all want to donate, feel free to ask and I will gladly send the link. That helps us stay on the air. That helps with the expenses between our time, our editing, and the cost that it takes to actually keep it on the air. Thanks so much. Again, Amy, I appreciate it. So the two kinds of angry customers, right, and what they need. So sometimes a customer will call in and they'll be like what I call passive angry. I'll ask how their day is and then start out with, oh, would it be better if A worked, B worked, or C worked? You want to give your customers options. Because example, we had a client that when we plastered a pool is white pebble. How you screw up white pebble? I can't tell you, (laughs) but we did. I knew exactly how it happened. So, but it's just very, very, very rare. I don't, knock on wood, that's the only one that we've ever screwed up, right? So when we did the acid wash, this was a bold drop pool, right? So it was got to, it went from three or four foot and it dropped down to seven to eight foot. I forgot exactly. Well, when they did the acid wash, they forgot to put the the plastic down on that drop, and there was a big ass streak where the acid just dripped down, and it was very predominant. So again, this is where what give the customer options on how we can fix it. And I gave my client options. I said, option one, we can drain it and try to even that out a bit because I didn't really see it until the pool was already full, and by that time, it's too late, right? So option one, we can drain it and try to acid wash that out a little bit on that spot to blend it. Option two, I can cut that section out and plaster patch it. And it's white pebble, so it's going to match. Option three, I can just reshoot the entire damn pool, you know, because we screwed up. I'm going to stand behind my work. The customer was still pissed off. Like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not walking away. We made a mistake. Mistakes happen. I'm giving you options to fix it. So sometimes just giving them options one, two, and three lets them know that the reassurance is there. So usually with something that we deal with, with being friendly or an icebreaker, like, well, you know, I understand that's not great, but let me get on top of that. And just letting them know that we generally care and that I'm not there to get them off the phone. Because again, customers don't want to feel like they're rushed when they're already upset. Of course, they also need to know that you're going to do your best to get the items fixed for them. Because often, a, you know, a passive angry aggression person gets frustrated with because they know that they're intelligent, right? That they're intelligent and they know that they're doing, for the most part, and what they've came across on 
Google or whatever else. And so the element of the product that they can't figure it out and it makes them feel stupid when there's things that they don't know. So a lot of times, you know, obviously our knowledge is a lot more intense than homeowners. And if they feel dumb about the project, then it's going to just make things worse. So finding a way to patiently and sympathetically express, yes, you are smart. And I know this can be frustrating and I've got your back instead of, Instead of just trying to say, well, let's try it this way, if you get more in detail in the end and the outcome in the long run will help you out. So you just have to figure out what's best for that client and for you. Are you a business whose market is swimming pool service professionals? Place your ad here. Send an email to talkingpools at gmail.com to find out how. Just walk them through the proper steps and giving them context as to why we do things a particular way versus like in an in a nutshell without a long drawn out escalation process, it can make them happy again to help them understand. And then there's sometimes you just can't, but these are definitely facts that have kind of helped us in the past. Um, some other type of anger clients is what I call like the escalated angry, which is the one I was on the phone with for an hour and a thin half. Because that was me. I set that tone for that conversation. I was already pissed. So they're the ones that are most likely to scream when something's broken. And I get it, you know, because their livelihood is this pool, (laughs) you know, so to say. And so when something's broken, it feels like it's costing them a lot of money. It's money down the drain that they wasted or whatever it it happens. So something breaks. It's not okay that we let them have... um, or we have to, I'm sorry, if something breaks, it's not okay that we have to let them know that we know it's not okay and that we're going to fix it as soon as possible because it makes a huge difference. So if they're calling in about a critical time-sensitive issue like some of those escalated angry customers do, they'll want to hang up the phone with you until it's fixed or they don't want to hang up the phone with you until it's fixed. And I just have to remind them that, hey, I've got one hand on my phone and one hand on the keyboard it can take me longer to fix this problem, right? Because I'm not physically there on the job. So I have to let you go. Unfortunately, in order to do that, to get a hold of the manager, to get a hold of the owner, whomever that they have to get a hold of. So, and more often than not, when you email them a few times later to tell them like when we're going out to fix, so on and so forth, they'll email you back escalated. Like, hey, what the hell? Why is this taking so long? Why can't you get somebody out here the same day? So on and so forth. So just kind of, let them vent, let them do what they need. Just remember, set that tone because that tone does do it. So my next thing would be how to disarm a bomb. Um, So I'm a person too, right? So I understand. And in the same way that you get angry, I can get angry just as fast as you can. But I'm not some higher being that's never going to have their feelings hurt, right? Because it does happen. But I also know that if I can focus on the phone, there's always a way to get help somewhere. That's always something else that you can think of, of that might get you to the goal. So if you are on the phone with this pissed off client and you can't 
think of how to fix it. Like Cassandra, she she's just now learning the building side, right? And she's she just started learning the remodel side a, about a year or two ago. And I was handling it myself. So in the beginning of that for her, it was like a hot mess. She was constantly on the phone being like, oh, I don't. I don't know how to, I don't know how to fix this. You know, what do I tell this client? They're pissed off. Can I just transfer them to you? And I'm like, no, because the only way that you're going to learn is by handling the situation. So this is what we tell them. This is what we do. And this is why I tell them that. So she would have them, she would have them handle that. Um, another thing is keep track of everything. I can't, I can't tell you enough how much that you want to keep track um because it just helps so much because you can go back and listen because sometimes i'm like okay well that's normally not what we do and i've pulled recordings on myself and i'm like shit i did tell you that i apologize that was wrong i was just i could hear you know my background noise i was busy you know blah 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 um so we also keep track of everything so if a customer starts to curse or swear at us it can be helpful because your brain goes blank after a while, you know, when somebody's just screaming at you and just be like, hey, I got to go. Let me find this. You're not going to scream and yell at me and then go back and figure it out. But having a document in front of you to kind of help look at the past situation can help what's going on and not to argue and gives some practical prompts as to, OK, well, day here, Heather did this day day here, Chris did this, so on and so forth. Also, you can kind of type this up, record it, whatever. Cassandra has, you know, this in front of her as well, like this, some of these points, not right, because I'm not, I'm not typing all this up. But some of these points to kind of help her de-escalate, you know, an upset customer to help them with that. So when that happens, you know, it seems that a lot of people curse a lot more often and more confidently nowadays than they used to. Heather being one of them. So a customer might say something like, oh, my God, this is such a piece of shit. So you've got to, you know, so you've got to do this person. And it's clearly really angry when they're expressing that, but could be speaking in a joking manner. And sometimes, you know, I'll, you know, I'm just like, OK, is, are they really upset or are they joking? But if I can't tell if they're getting angrier or if I can't tell if they're joking, I'm just going to listen a little bit longer. And so when I step in front of that first time, you know, once they stop and take that break, I I get that you're angry and I would be too. I'm just here to help you. But swearing at me, you know, is not going to get in the way of that because I don't let customers just sit there and swear at me. I will put you down. I'll hang up on you. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to deal with it. We're all adults. And I get even if we made a mistake, there's a right way and there's a wrong way to go to go about it. Um, so just at the end of that, handle it that way. Well, that's kind of my tidbit on that. I know it's gone a little bit longer than my normal. Um, but my I get I will actually my last supporting thing would be just like supporting the team support too. So all you managers out there, all of you owners, all of your, you know, GMs, make sure you have your team support. I can't tell you how critical it is to back up your employees and back up your contractors and vice versa. Because a lot of times, you know, I think it's kind of a bias of, you know, any support team specialist to say that they don't take the job home with them at times. And by having that manager there to be able to support that individual, it helps relieve that. And it also, you want to try, but if someone is just having at you, it's good to have that support system to know that, hey, my company's got my back. My company's going to be here, so on and so forth. So just 
make sure that you have it all supported, supported, support, support your team. And then don't ever let that client know that, hey, your employee was wrong. Um, just reword it like, hey, you know, I apologize. You know, that was said. Let me get to the bottom of this and then we'll come up with a solution. I, you know, I do that with Cassandra a lot because she doesn't know. She's still learning, you know, but occasionally I'm like, hey, Cass, I pull her to the side. That's not that's not correct. This is what you were supposed to say. But that customer doesn't need to know that, right? That customer just needs to know that we're fixing it and it's handled and it's and it's to the point. Okay, last little tidbit. So if y'all have any questions about that, definitely give us a call. Um, or not a call, an email, I think is how Rudy's has it set up. Or call us. I don't care. Whatever. But I hope y'all have enjoyed this episode of how to kind of deal with uh, angry customer to a happy customer. And I hope this helps y'all. And I hope you've learned something new. Um, so just remember, remain calm, convince the customer to be calm, uh, figuring out someone's learning style, a passive angry customer, um, just let them know that you generally care about their problem. Um, escalated customers just need to understand that there's sense of urgency because remember everybody has different and then have documents for your team to help you or help them help the customers when they're upset. So that's just kind of my, my little tidbit. And then of course set boundaries for how you allow that customer to set, um, to, to talk to you and make sure that they stick with you. If a customer continues to be disrespectful, threatened in the call, I don't threaten. I just hang up. Like, I'm just going to tell you I'm disconnecting and have a nice day until you can calm, calm down. And then I have to go decompress myself. So, again, that's just little bullet points for this whole episode. Well, I hope you've enjoyed it, and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Have an awesome day. Bye, guys. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 